epiphany i've had an awakening i've had uh i've had this thing that is like a uh like an enlightenment okay if you will yeah okay and 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 basically it is the answer to all of the questions of where did we come from uh what is god um the 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 answers of all of the universe ask me anything and i can tell you the answer right now what is that what is what what is the answer what is the answer to what (laughs) ask me a specific question alex it has to be a specific question because i have the answers to all all questions okay um uh what happens uh, or why are we here? There we go. Why are we here? Yeah. Why are you and I here specifically? Eh, just humans in general. Oh, okay. Just humans in general. Well, Alex, I would tell you exactly why you and I are here because I know exactly why human race is here. I, I, it's, I, it's felt inside my soul and I know it. But if I expressed to you the vocabulary that is why the human race is here, it would just sound like gibberish to you because you just simply could not understand the the concept that I'm telling you as the why we are here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ask me another question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What what happens when we die? <laughs> when we die, Alex, I know the answer to this because I had this epiphany last night, okay? Yeah. Okay. And, and it and it was it was like a it was it was almost like a dream. But it wasn't quite a dream. It was more like it was more like a vision, if you will. Yeah. Okay, and I felt like the the intensity of my brain power exponentially increased over a matter of moments. And and with this 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 enlightenment is the only word I can use for it that you would actually understand. Um gave me the answer to what happens after we die. And basically, Alex, you just couldn't comprehend <laughs> the, you know, yeah. what it is. Another it one of those, is, huh? it, it simply is. Yeah. It simply is. Yeah. Alex, we're drinking Yingling tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> oh, what a great transition. <laughs> You just simply, your brain couldn't wrap around it. By the way, we're drinking Yingling. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, we're we're drinking Yingling, which is, fun fact, we are talking about this kind of stuff. Uh, this is, 
D DG Yingling and Son is the oldest operating brewery company in America. God, wow, yeah. So established eighteen twenty nine. Um, actually, in two thousand eighteen, by the volume of sales, it was the largest craft brewery uh, and sixth largest overall brewery and largest whole wholly American owned brewery in the United States. Its wow. uh, headquarters is Pottsville, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Um, How far is that from Hershey, Pennsylvania? I don't know, actually. Um, my, have you ever been to Hershey, Pennsylvania? Uh, Alex, I've been there on an astrophysical level. I've not been there on an actual physical <laughs> level. Okay. But I've meditated there, and I've realized that it's not worth traveling to. <laughs> uh my my mom has been there in the in the real form um and she told me that the entire town smells like chocolate and they have like hershey kisses on everything like all the light posts are like hershey kisses like the tops of them and all this stuff fun fact this is what a, a tour guide told her but um at the time which this was probably circa Oh, I don't know. Maybe 2010. She she jokingly go. You know how women love chocolate. It's like the thing. Like if if woman's upset, you buy her, you know you get her ch- chocolate or something like that. She goes ironically. Yeah, especially if they're on their period. Yeah, like that's always like the go to, like the kind of the I don't want to say the the hacky joke, but like you know that's always kind of been the gag. You get her chocolates, um, which I don't know. I can't really speak on that one, uh, but dude, mom, Mandy, every time she's on the period, she wants a candy bar. Yeah. That's the first thing she asked for. Babe, can you bring me home a candy bar? Yeah. Oh, uh, I usually have to bring home brownies. It's something. Oh, there you go. Something about chocolate uh, during that time of the month is uh, just goes hand in hand for some reason, um, but... <laughs> Um, <laughs> funny thing is that, uh, like I said, someone told her this and <laughs> she told me, and it was that, um, at the time Hershey, Pennsylvania had more, I guess, same sex couples of women based lesbians. They had more lesbians per capita than anywhere else in the United States. Really? Yes. Now I think, but I think it was same sex marriage. I was trying to be politically erect. I was like, man, how do I say that? Like if I was if I was going all the way down the road of politically correctness to its T, yeah. same-sex marriage of the female gender. Uh, uh. Yes. Um, but I think it was, it wasn't, I, I don't think it was like single, singular, it was married couples. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I would have, I would have, you know, assume that it was probably San Francisco or something. Well, yeah, like like a bigger city. It's a little bit more liberal. You, I would think that too. Um, but like I said at the time, uh, but I think it was it was married couples is what it was. I think. I don't know. That was just a fun little piece of information. I like it. I like that information, and I already knew yeah. that because. I have learned everything as of last night. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, did you also know, even though we, we hop skipped over to Hershey, let's bring it back to uh, the Yingling, America's oldest brewery. Uh, I'm drinking Yingling traditional lager, which is a rich amber color. It is 140 calories for, for all of you all that are like looking for that. And it is 4.5% alcohol. I like this stuff. Uh, for the longest time in Kentucky, it was not available for so long. You could not get Yingling in Kentucky. I feel like you couldn't get it in Cincinnati either because it was like <laughs> all of a sudden it was on the shelves and I thought it was something brand new. It was something that I'd never seen before. Yeah. And and then I hear like my dad's like, oh, yeah, that's been around for ages. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's um, – I didn't start – so like it was actually my brother is the one that introduced me to Yingling and he's like this stuff is amazing and I tried it I really liked it but it was like it had to do with the distributors uh, the distributors in Yingling of I think like Kentucky Ohio maybe Tennessee like all the surrounding states like they didn't get along for whatever reason and they just couldn't broker a deal so like my brother got some one time I loved it I probably just turned 21. I started like traveling a little bit. I remember I went up to uh, Pittsburgh and it was everywhere. And they looked at it like it was just like an everyday whatever beer. Right. Like it was their like lower end beer. They're like, yeah, whatever. We didn't care. I'm like, dude, this stuff is great. It's their Bud Light. Basically. Yeah. So I would (laughs) go like every time I went to Pittsburgh, I would seriously fill my trunk up full of yingling. I think the most I had was 10 cases in the trunk of my car. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I brought it all back and like everyone wanted it. It was crazy. It was basically like I bought them for me, but then my brother was like, could I get a couple? I'm like, of course. Uh, And then, you know, I lived with like four guys. So we burnt through those cases like no other. Uh, so yeah, I've been a pretty big fan of Yingling. Hell yeah, dude! I like Yingling a lot. It's really good. Yeah, it's like in my top five, top five of like everyday drinkers. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta have those. You gotta have the everyday drinkers, like a Bud Light, like a Coors Light, like a Corona, like a Yingling, and my other ones Guinness. Those are my five everyday drinkers. Everything else is a everything else is a special occasion beer. Like it's Wednesday special occasion. Let's get something different. <laughs> I um, I would say my I, Yingling's definitely up there. Yingling, Bud Light. I drink. I don't know why my brother got me drinking Miller Light there for a while. Dude, there's something about um, the taste of Miller Light. I can't I can't handle it, man. It tastes like garbage to me. I don't know. It's it's funny. Here's what Miller Light tastes like. It reminds me of the first time I ever tried a beer, is what it does. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that being six years old, grabbing the beer off my off the coffee table where my dad set it down and taking a swig real quick and then like wanting to throw up. Yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling too when I drink Miller Lite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, touche. Touche. That was good. Alex, on a serious note, uh, I got to tell you something. Yeah. 
something it, it's a it's a uh <laughs> it's an update on the freaking ghost that's going on in this house right now oh yeah let's hear it dude last night after i had my epiphany or it might have been before i can't remember at exactly three thirty in the morning there's a loud bang in the baby's room it wakes me up like i almost sit up in the bed and he instantly starts screaming for me it was freaky dude a bit and i looked dude and i looked at my phone it was exactly 3 30 a.m that's crazy and i'm like ah, uh, that's like demonic activity man yeah i don't like that that's not good yeah i might have to get a priest in here i mean you might have to man do you know any good priests that can knock demons out besides constantine <laughs> dude i mean i've i'm trying to think if i even know any priests i dude i know a good rabbi he might be able to help um or like a shaman like a some kind of indian guy yeah I've, I've actually been uh like no shit i've been actually uh I, I, like that's the right i've been messaging with this rabbi for like off and on um it's one of my my buddy's rabbis that uh he does comedy and then his rabbi came out and he was a younger guy and me and him just started like shooting the shit and every once in a while he'll just send me a message and i'm like i was like i've got like a rabbi in my pocket i'm ready to do this shit does he drink i I don't know if i saw him drink or not i don't know what the would he want to be on the episode (laughs) i mean i don't know maybe Uh, i mean he doesn't do comedy but you know the guy he was there to see but he's funny don't get me wrong he's cool as hell yeah, but I mean, he's he's a rabbi, dude. We could have a rabbi on an episode of the Soberless Thoughts. I'm sure he'd be down. Um, well, maybe it doesn't get more legitimate than that. Yeah, I, I was. That's but that's like the closest to a um, <laughs> like a um, a religious figure that who I've been in constant contact with. Uh, I'm having. <laughs> I, like even through all like the COVID stuff, it was just like little back and forth here and there. Um, I'm trying to think if I even know a priest. I know uh, our wife's cousin is a pre- is a preacher. Yeah, well, I've got a preacher cousin as well. He's a. I know. I got another friend. His dad's a preacher. Yeah. One of my, like my best friend. His dad was. He's a retired preacher, and he was an army chaplain nice my uh my cousin is a gun-toting preacher as i like to say uh oh yeah you told me about him he preaches with his gun on his hip yeah because of all the people breaking in and shooting people at churches so he just started packing one in like growing up he was like you know he's i mean him and his boys like they're in hunting and fishing and they're just kind of country and uh but he's cool he's funny um he definitely would not be on the podcast. I can go ahead and tell you that. Uh, <laughs> they're not really oh, yeah. the biggest. Yeah, they're not big fans of drinking. Um, their sect of religion is kind of doesn't really look up. Doesn't look good on. They, they don't like drinking. Essentially, uh, my, are they my, Baptist? No, they're Pentecostal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They believe yeah. in the Bible. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, you could say that. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, but they also do. You know, they have. Uh, you know, like they're <laughs> they do the thing where like women don't tend to not cut their hair. They only wear skirts. Um, they don't like women don't wear pants. Um, you know, they. I will say this at church, they get down. Like as a as a group of people that like worships in their own way when that music hits they get down they're also the ones that'll like get up and like like run around and dance and stuff like that like they 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 have a good time for sure i gotta give props on that that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun really i know my mom and dad actually went to uh went to georgia met up with my aunt and they went to church and they said and like my mom and dad like you know they're getting older but like you know my dad's got like a bad knee mom's got a bad hip and they were like they were sitting there like and you know what there was this 90 year old man he was seriously 90 years old he got up and ran around the whole congregation while everyone else is like preaching and all this stuff and they're all like screaming and dancing and music's going and he's just like making laps just got the Holy Spirit in him, and my dad was like, "Yeah, I just think he was bragging because he could move." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah. I'm 90 years old, and I gotta have a pound of coke in my system. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, but they're they're sweethearts. I gotta give it to Jesus. Them. Yeah, dude, Jesus will make you move, man. Jesus will put that little extra oomph in your step. That's right. I believe. Yeah. I believe that uh, it'll happen. It'll happen for you too, Alex, one day. I believe it. (laughs) Yeah. I saw it in the future. Well, I'm just a simple man who needs a simple pair of britches to handle my workload. That's why I rely on Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. These cotton fibers are made from technologies. Some even say it's what the astronauts wear. So no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I don't care, because I'm wearing Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. Alex, I fell down this rabbit hole Okay, a couple days ago, and uh, it has really got a grip on me. <laughs> There's a person out there. Uh, she has since... Um, moved on to the she's transitioned from this world to the to the next world uh, a few years ago like six years ago okay but her youtube channel is still active and man i tell you what she's got like a like 20 different two hour long lectures and i've listened to like half of them already and what it is is her name is uh dolores cannon have you ever heard of her? No, but with a name like Dolores. So she's a uh, she's an author and a speaker and a hypnotherapist and a past life regressionist. All right. And dude, so what she would do is she would hip. So let's start at the beginning of her life, dude. She she started hypnotizing people. Her and her husband, her late husband, who's also late, uh-huh. and they would. You know how people would have lost memories and stuff, and then they could recover those memories when they get when they get hypnotized. Uh-huh. Well, she started having these clients that were remembering 
past lives. And so then she got deeper into their subconscious and was recovering like a whole multitude of past lives that these people were having. Yeah. And some of them weren't even, it wasn't even human lives. Some of them were animals. Some of them were rocks. This one lady, she said she was a rock in a past life. (laughs) And she said that the time just moved really slow. (laughs) I don't know how she died as a rock. I was about to ask that one. Uh, how how do you die as a rock? Do you are like 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 that's such a weird thing to be a rock because rocks are different sizes and you can break a rock and make other rocks. Yeah, unless she was a whole planet. Uh, she was just a rock. Okay, so now other people were aliens in past lives. Interesting. Other people were angels in past lives. <laughs> Okay, so angels can die. No, they didn't die. They volunteered to send their souls to Earth to occupy a human, uh, a human vehicle, a human vessel, if you will, in order to uh, work on Earth in a spiritual form. Apparently, Alex. Apparently, when we fall asleep. We start working. Uh, that's when our spirit, our soul, if you will, works. That's when he clocks in or she or it clocks in and starts its job and goes and does whatever its job is here on this planet while we're while our vessel, our body is resting. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> uh I bet you're right. <laughs> that is interesting. Uh, I'd never even thought of it that way. As your soul, do, but like, does what? Whatever, whatever its purpose is here on here on Earth. Whatever its purpose is. Yeah. It, I mean, it could be going. It could actually be going on vacation. It could be checking out the Great Wall of China. Yeah. It could just be hopping and skipping on down the Great Wall of China. You're checking it out. Your soul's checking it out, looking at it like, wow, like check this out. And then it gets like a little alarm on its watch or something saying, oh, you're about to wake up. And it goes, zooms back to your body. Yeah. Then you wake up. And sometimes, you know how sometimes when you wake up and you feel like you're tired, you wake up still tired. Yeah, all the time, yeah. Yeah, that's because your soul was working really hard that night. <laughs> yeah. Doing whatever it was doing. It was, you know, digging wells for the pygmies, you know. <laughs> In the Congo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're that's... saying, all right, so uh, so you're talking about like astro projection almost. Yeah, but it's subconsciously. Like it's you don't even know it's yeah. that. See, when you astro when you astro project yourself, uh, you're consciously doing that. Yeah, you're controlling the projection. But yeah, th- this is more of a uh, a soul 
So like so your body is the anchor that tethers it to the physical world essentially. Right. Okay. To the to the physical world that we can see in the 1% of the visible light that we can actually see through our human eyes. Yeah. Because you know 99% of the of the spectrum humans can't even see with our eyes. So well yeah. So we're living in just this tiny little, you know, this tiny little what we create for ourselves through our brains and you know what's really going on out there we we don't know we have no idea yeah i know now that i've been enlightened (laughs) i um (laughs) see i'm trying to think of this as like a I'm, I'm putting my science brain on right and i'm starting to think like what would because you got to think like there are billions with a big ass b of people on this earth, all with souls working, I'm guessing for a common goal, or do they all have different jobs that are just like related to the same goal, or is it no? Because not all, not all souls, not all the souls are good, man. Not all the souls are good. Some souls are here uh, have maleficent souls inside of them. They could be good people. They could be really good people, but they have malefic- maleficent souls inside of them that they're constantly fighting every day. That they're they're fighting these internal demons every day and. And what that is, is that's an evil soul inside of you, even though you're a good vessel, you're a good vessel, but that's a, that's a demon soul inside of you. And you gotta, and you gotta, sometimes you just gotta do what you know is right and not let that, not let that evil vessel and that, or that evil soul inside of your good vessel get the better of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> God, you did go down this rabbit hole, didn't you? <laughs> oh, and there's so so every so okay, so there's what like 7 billion people, 7 and a half billion people on the planet right now? Yeah. Okay, well, every every soul currently on the planet There's no new souls, basically, okay? So Uh every soul that exists has existed since the beginning of time. And these souls now, because there's there's never been this many people, there's never been this many humans on planet Earth, so they have to, in order to uh, fill all of these human vessels... They have to start bringing in souls from other planets, and and that's where some of these people get filled with demon souls and angel souls too, and it's extraterrestrial souls as well. So then, when Dolores would do a hypnotize of somebody, a, a hypno hypnotherapy. And she would be like, okay, so, you know, you have lives going back about a thousand years. And then before that, all of a sudden now, you're on this other planet and you lived, you know, a thousand lives on this other planet before you even came to Earth. And you actually volunteered your soul to come to Earth 
to work on earth to do whatever job that the quote unquote God or creator or whoever needed you on earth to do. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much information now inside of my head that I just, it's just exploding out (laughs) and I could go, I could just start, dude, if I, if I said everything that I know now, it would be like me speaking in Mandarin to you. You would just not even know, (laughs) just not even know. I could already tell when we, when you, we've been kind of teeter tottering around it a little bit. What we're talking about is reincarnation. I was not ready. I was not ready for this angle. Like I was about to like, I was like talking, I was thinking shit like, uh, <laughs> like man, like I remember there was a movie, uh, about reincarnation. And then I remember watching that and then like some just, you know, and like, I, I was, I've been pondering it for like a week of like, if if like if this person dies <laughs> how quick before their soul is rebooted into another person or thing is it like i also wanted to know is it of the of is it of a location or is it anywhere cuz like if let's say you die at 7:51 p.m. And this person's born at 7.51 p.m. And this person's born at 7.51 p.m. But this person's closer. Are you going to go to the closer one? Or are you going to just go where you're supposed to go? Or No, see, here's what happens. When you die and your, your soul exits the human vessel, time as we know it, as humans, stops. Okay? Uh-huh. So it's like it's like it's like earth all sun gets paused and now you are on another fucking level dude now you're beyond you're beyond this and you actually maintain your current uh human vessel form that you are used to for a matter of uh, of your perception of time as a soul and you go to a place where you basically are like in a freaking bus station, so to speak. And you and you have a committee that you that you sit in front of and you you talk about, you know, what you did through that life, your goods, your your pros, your cons, um what where you want to go in the future, um, what you want to try to um, accomplish in your next life. Mm-hmm. And then according to everything that happens in that paused moment where you're um, being quote unquote judged, as they say, is what happens to is where you go is where your soul then goes after the pause so then you decide okay well maybe you know you're like i'm tired i've had you know 523 lie human lives i'm tired of being a human i want to be a falcon i want to be a falcon 
for at least just give it a chance for once just one try as a falcon yeah so okay so they're going to put your soul into the body into the vessel of a falcon and then you and then you live a full life as a falcon and then you come back and you're you know you go back to the whole paused moment again and you're and you can review that life as a falcon you can then determine if you want to you know be another animal maybe be a rock or <laughs> uh, a piece of a brick maybe yeah or a tree you could be a tree or you know whatever every every object every piece of mass has has a a soul to it yeah everything the microphones that we're speaking into now have souls damn <laughs> uh, yeah 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 man um, so that's your answer so you die you you have this pause moment where you're beyond time you go you decide what you're going to do and then it could be literally it could it, i mean it could be another planet that you're not even that's not even earth you know what i'm saying oh yeah where you go back and you're like because because at that point you know when you when you go beyond when you go to the beyond paused part then all of the all of the knowledge of the universe is within you you you're not limited to the scope of humanity you are now a a being of the universe and you know all in the universe yeah because it is all a collective so then you know you know that the planet on needs souls you know yeah so you say you know what i would love to be uh a swimsuit model on Umda that day. <laughs> yeah, I was going to see if you were going to nail yeah. that name twice in a row. Uh, <laughs> and then off you go. So this is like a weird, it's like Groundhog's Day, but with a different scenario every time. Yeah. 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 And there's actually... Just endless of like, yeah. There's actually like a booth that you can go to in the pause moment where... It's like a, it's like an attraction site. It's like an, like a, like a, uh, like an amusement park ride, but it, but like, it's like a, but it's like a, a vision booth that you stand in and you can watch. And this is for like the freaks like you and I who would like this <laughs> is you can watch how, uh, you met your demise in every past life. Yeah, I, I'd I'd watch it <laughs> for sure, for sure. Because um, some of them have got to be funny. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, got mauled by a tiger in the face. <laughs> Slipped on a ham sandwich. What? <laughs> um, how? So how does she know all this? Like, was it like she was hypnotizing people, and this is like stuff they divulged? It was like similarities or something. Yeah, every there's there's complete correspondence between all the people. So once you when you hypnotize somebody, you go to 
most hypnotists only go to like the first layer down. Let's say that the conscious has multiple layers, like an onion, let's say. Yeah. And most hypnotists will only go to like the first or second layer down. Well, she would get as deep down as possible. And once you get that deep, some shit gets crazy. Yeah. And that's when you find the true subconscious, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. That's where you find the past lives. That's where you find, you know, you can go back in time. You can actually time travel through hypnosis even into the future because at that point you're then speaking to the soul that is part of the collective of everything. And time doesn't exist for that being, for that soul, for that collective. Yeah. So you can you can actually, so she even did this. She uh, got down to this level and was talking to this lady and she asked, she, and, and she ended up getting down to the, to the level where she, you could, you could actually time travel through the subconscious and she had the lady tell her exactly what her future was going to be. Dolores's future was going to be. And she said, oh, you're going to live in this house in Arkansas, you and your husband and everything's going to be great. Da, da, da. Well, then a couple of weeks later, her husband gets in this horrible car accident and the doctors tell her that there's no way he's going to make it out. Yeah. Well, she says that can't be because I just heard from the collective, from the whatever it is, from whoever they are, that I'm going to move to Arkansas with my husband and we're going to live another 30, 40 years. And they're like, well, I don't know who told you that because he's probably not going to make it through the night. Well, guess what? He lived. They moved to Arkansas and lived for another 30, 40 years. Damn. Yeah. That's cold. Uh, yeah. So I'm guessing because time is fluid is what I always feel like, like in all the science movies. Like we look at time as like a constant uh, like increasing thing, but it's it's more of a constant where it's like all things are happening simultaneously. All time is happening right now. And that would make that possible if scientifically uh they are similar um is the best thing i can think of to say because uh, <laughs> this is kind of like dude this, <laughs> dude listen this listen this this i've only barely scratched the surface of what this is i've I'm impressed by the depth of what you've been going into because I thought we were going to be like, you know, like look into like, uh, is it Hindu? Um, I believe in reincarnation. Um, Buddha, maybe. Uh, I just know that I went to a concert one time and I remember these guys in robes and they were walking through the parking lot and me and all these people and dude by the way this happened this wasn't like when i was uh, like a teenager dude this happened like 3 or 4 years ago and the, all these like shaved head robed guys were walking through the parking lot of this like concert 
um, and it was like an outdoor festival and we were there and these guys walk up and they just hand me a book on reincarnation and another one hand me one on like Buddhism and they just keep handing me books because no one else in the group has taken them so I grab one and just kind of like take it like this I just pull it and then like he hands me another one I just grab it and I'm like are you going to keep handing me these damn books because I'm like I'm, I guess I'll hang on to them <laughs> so he hands me like three of them and I'm like are you giving me those he goes well you know we we take donations and I'm like oh yeah I was like how much are the books he goes whatever you feel like giving so I took a $5 bill and handed it to him and he looked at me and looked at the phone and looked back at me like really that's all you're gonna give me is five bucks <laughs> i was like that's what that shit was worth to me man i'm sorry i still have all three of those by the way if you want to borrow one uh <laughs> nice oh yeah yeah i have not read one of them dude do you do you think that reincarnation is real you think that's possible i mean it's i think it's possible it would make a See, all right, so, like, I always, this is me being, like, a science nerd. Um, there, I feel like there's always a reason for things for happening, and there's always a regeneration or a redistribution uh, of energy, and if soul was energy, then, like, what is it doing? What's it going to go? Like, much like, you know, like, you know, even, like, like suns, like the sun will eventually keep growing and growing and then you know eventually burn out that it'll implode on itself turn into a black hole and then it sucks all the energy in and pushes it somewhere and every once in a while it'll spit it back out but it's like that there is a reason for that and there's like a reason for the constant like i said redistribution of energy and it only makes sense if you believe in the soul that it would have a functionality to it and that is an interesting way to use it is that it would make sense to just recycle souls to then adequately do this. But a lot of, you know, a lot of religion definitely is like, no, you either go to heaven uh, or hell or purgatory, depending on what type of religion is, or there's other variations, obviously it's not all Christian based. And I always thought it'd be interesting if it was like, you know, what if, what if they're all right? Because, like, I think, I swear, I, I should probably look this up. I think it's Hindu. Like, if you lead a good life, you come back as something better. If you live if you live a shitty life, you come back as, like, one tier down from you. Right. So, a lot of these people who believe in this will, like, literally strip down to nothing, sell all of their assets, and be, and just die a, 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 a naked worthless person in the street to try and have a better life their next go around i mean maybe if if what if they haven't done great things but like if they've done good i guess like it's like the whole weight of good versus evil but like if, if you do good things and then the next life it'll be better you'll move up in a tier system of i guess i, I don't want to say like of beings i guess because like because they they say like if you did bad then you're gonna turn into like maybe not a human maybe you'll be an animal that's like prey or this and then you gotta kind of work your way back up or some rendition of that i am not in any way shape or form 
uh, an expert on it. That's actually correct for that religion. I'm actually going to look that up. There was this kid in like Kansas, right? And he was telling his parents that in a previous life, he was a crew member or an officer on the Titanic. Damn. You hear about this? No, I did not. So, and to prove, to prove this, uh, cause he was talking to like different colleges and stuff about it or his parents were, and they were like, well, we're going to test it. So they got an ex- like the blueprints of the Titanic. They did like a 3d like model of the Titanic and they, and they made like a, like a game out of it like grand theft auto where you can just go wherever you want right and you and you're like third person looking at this guy right yeah and he's walking through the titanic and then they so they got the kid he's in this game now controlling this character and they're like all right so if you are really an officer or crew member or whatever on the Titanic, you would know where all these different things are and you'd be able to go straight to it. Right. And he's like, yeah, I could do whatever, whatever you want, wherever you want me to go, I'll go. So they started naming off, they name off like a dozen different places. And he takes the guy through the thing, through the Titanic directly to where that is. And he's like, all right, here you go. There it is. And he was correct about it. Yeah. Every single time, every single one, a hundred percent he passed a hundred percent every single time and didn't even make any not a single wrong turn not one wrong turn fucking straight there damn yeah that's like um oh what was it i dude i actually have uh, i was reading a magazine that actually bought to i don't know inspire episode ideas for this podcast and it was like one on the supernatural, and one part of it was about reincarnation. And there was a guy, or I, I don't know why it's a guy. There was a kid who basically said that he was reincarnated a, a ball player from the Yankees back in the day, and he played with uh, Babe Ruth. Oh wow! And he would describe things that no one would know unless you were on the baseball team. Like it was like vivid in crazy detail and he uh i can't remember the article but the the, i guess the kid like he wanted a certain number and he only wore that and he only wore like he wore this jersey for like a year or something crazy yeah dude my brother was reincarnated (laughs) dude all right so here's so here's the story about my brother he's like i don't know four or five years old okay and he starts telling our family about when I was older, this happened. When I was older, that happened. Interesting. And we're like, yeah, and we're like, what are you talking about when you were older? And he's like, yeah, when I was older. And he'd tell this whole story about something that happened to him when he was older. And we're like, what? So then he starts talking about how how he died when he was older and he goes into this whole long detailed story about how he was skiing at this resort and he named the resort in Colorado and he and his something happened with his ski 
and he slammed into this tree and it killed him while he was skiing. And that's how he died. Damn. And, and it freaked my mom out. And she's like, how would you even know about some random ski resort in Colorado? And she looked it up and the freaking it, it existed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a four or five year old kid. He had never even gone to school or nothing. The only shit that he knew was in our house, you know? Yeah. No. He's like, oh, when I was older, this is how I died. And he told the whole story. It, dude, it was nuts, man. Did she find an article about the guy that died? No, but now that I think about it, we should. I should try and figure out. I don't know. I don't know if she, because I know he doesn't remember any of it. But I should try and see if she remembers exactly where it was. Yeah. I doubt she. I doubt she remembers. Dude, what we need to do is get him hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> and then he can uh, yeah. tell us all about it <laughs> that yeah. would make a great episode to have him hypnotized on the episode get him on here with a hypnotist oh yeah dude i think reincarnation is real yeah between what happened with my brother uh what happened with like a couple of the cases that i read like the titanic one was just one of like a dozen different cases that i looked up and then me finding Dolores through looking up cases, I found this Dolores and watched her stuff. And man, it's 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 a hundred percent real. It's uh, it's facts. <laughs> Hashtag facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Has time. <laughs> Hashtag true life reincarnate life. I um. Uh, See, here's my thing. Every time I get on these kind of conversations, I here's the thing I know. Here's the one thing I know for sure is that I know that I don't know. Well, I know that I do know. I know that I do know now. Now that I've been enlightened, I have the – I have, for some reason, for whatever reason, they decided that I could somehow capture – the eternity of knowledge inside my human capacity of my brain. Yeah. So they injected the knowledge of the universe into me. And now I have the wherewithal of all of the universe. And now we need to sit down and write our Bible for our religion. <laughs> All right. Well, I do got a couple things for you before we jump to that one. Um, one, I always thought this too. What if because of the multiverse and all that kind of instances, so there's like billions, trillions, quadruplions of souls. And then an infinite. And then an, on, each, infinite on each plane, yeah, an infinite amount. So why yeah. would it be... Like, we just keep reincarnating to this plane. Why wouldn't it be like, it's like stacked like levels. Like, we don't. Like a stack of papers. Like, we just go to the next piece of paper, and then we're in whatever that is. And then we go to the next level, and we kind of keep going. Keep running through them all. We don't maintain in this dimension. Yeah. We don't. It could be any dimension. It doesn't have to be this dimension. It could be any dimension. 
and we can and we can and we have the technology. We currently have the technology as humans in this dimension to travel to another dimension. We have that technology. There's something mm. out there also called I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but our listeners can look into it if they want. Called the yellow box. Have you ever heard of that? The yellow box? Mm. No, I've heard of the black mailbox, but not the yellow box. The yellow box, or also known as the yellow pages, not the kind that we got, you know, a big thick book of when we were kids, but the yellow box or this extraterrestrial thing. And what it does is it literally shows you your personal future. And it was a tool that we found on a UFO that had crashed. And so it's of extraterrestrial origin, but we learned how to use it. And we found out that it, it gave us a vision of our own future of whoever's using its future. And, uh, it's not always correct because, uh, Hillary Clinton used it and it told her that she was going to be the president. And it didn't. It didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Which I uh, I was gonna say the theory of that sounds like a story made by the guy that made like Monkey Paul or some crazy shit like that. Uh, <laughs> um, but this is real life. This is this is facts. These are facts that I'm telling you, man. Uh-huh. This is I know these to be facts. Uh huh. Also, there was a there was a there was a uh, a government um project called operation looking glass have you ever heard of that that does look or look that does sound familiar so what that was was uh again a an extraterrestrial origin of a thing when you could look through it into the future and uh basically it was using like uh et AI in order to predict the outcome of the future. But then they found that once you get to a certain point in the future, that everything uh, then funnels down into the same future. Like everything is destined to become what it becomes. Like, so no matter what you change in the current present, like say, do you say you decide to, uh, go on a killing spree, like American psycho style and just run around with a gun and start killing people. It isn't going to change the, the overall outcome of the future. All right. And what the overall outcome of the future is, is going to be a mass awakening of knowledge for the human race. And once that happens, everybody's going to know everything about everything. And there's no longer a potential to lie about something or to cover something up or to have a conspiracy because everybody will already know everything. It's just all going to hit us all at once like a fucking boom. And then we're all just going to be like, holy shit. 
is this for real, for real? And we're, and we're going to know in our hearts and our souls and our brains that it's real. Isn't that what death is? <laughs> no, I told you what happens when you die. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You lie, you learn about everything. You get all information. So that's exactly what happens. Yeah. That we're all eventually going to die and we'll all get it. But this is going to happen on a conscious level while you're alive still. Uh huh. And it's going to happen within the next four years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Throwing out. You are like two steps away from making your own religion. I can hear it. <laughs> it's happening in four years. We gotta wait for the spaceship. Everyone put on your flip flops. Meet me out in the park. <laughs> <laughs> dude this episode marks the first episode of the ag the first church of agmo <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> when we look 10 years from now when we look back and we're as big as scientology <laughs> we'll look back at this episode <laughs> Oh Lord! I feel like this. This is where it started. Yeah, <laughs> it was all this. People listen to the podcast just to hear our voices and be like, "Oh, start dissecting what we're saying." What they were saying yeah. was that James Bond wasn't a great martini, but that means you, as the James Bond, can be a better martini. Preach on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right just make it better make everything better yeah <sighs> strive to be a better james bond martini to be the 10 um to be the 10 because there is no current 10 it's waiting it's simply it's simply waiting for you to become <laughs> to become the become <laughs> That sounded dirty. <laughs> Hi, I'm a becomed. Uh, ugh, get out of here. That's right. Go clean yourself off. Alex, uh, Alex, let's give everybody an update on your wasp sting. How's that happening? Uh, it's going good. Um, my hand is no longer swelled up. I uh, don't look like I have a sunburn on the back of my hand anymore. Uh, I still have a knot. Where it did sting me, but I don't think that's going to be going away anytime soon. Uh, part of me feels like maybe the uh, stinger's still in there, but what ifs? Uh, but yeah, that medicine works. Oh yeah, good dude. <laughs> dude, I would I think that if if the stinger was still in there, the doctor might have said something about that when he went and saw the doctor. Oh, he didn't what even do you think. He just kind of like looked at my hand is like yeah it's red looks like it's trying to get infected uh and kind of moved on from it he didn't like he didn't like press on it and like dig at it and shit no he literally just looked at the back of my hand he took the back of his hand placed it on the back of my hand and goes huh it's kind of warm to the touch and then he goes so here's what's happening <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad that you're healing up nicely buddy i know i was worried about you 
Oh yeah, got that. You know, the, I was hoping I was going to turn mur- into those murder hornets. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to turn into murder hornet man. Murder hornet man, dude. That would be you would be a, a great superhero. Yeah, wasp man, hornet, the hornet. I think there is a character called the Hornet. That's what I was saying. I thinking. think there is a character called uh, the Wasp. Yep, definitely the Wasp because yeah, Ant Man, Wasp, and then the Hornet. Who was the Hornet? The Hornet was uh, the the dude in green. He was played by uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, the the Green yeah. Hornet, and he had uh, yeah, the original had Bruce Lee as like the, the uh, sidekick. Yeah. The Green Hornet. I forgot about that. Well, damn it. Um, Kato. He was Kato. You can be. You can be the horsefly. The horsefly. I just walk around biting people, <laughs> pissing them off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, so reincarnation is real. <laughs> um, multi, multi, multi universes is real. Uh, we found out what happens at the afterlife. Yep. Dude, this has been a very informational episode. <laughs> that is a good way to define this one. Yeah, it is definitely very informational. It was uh it was it was interesting. <laughs> it was definitely a good solid theory some we learned a lot of shit about this lady Doris and her hypnotism and theorems dolores dolores and it was it was definitely interesting definitely eye-opening definitely things i had not thought about uh in that sense i guess yeah coming coming at you from a different angle so yeah i was i was curious to see where this was gonna go just for the fact that like i was always like i don't know i don't know how i always thought about it. i always just thought about it as like you die then like you close your eyes and you're dead and then you wake up and boom baby and do it again like there was no middle ground it was just like boom 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 you're back out boom you're back out and then i was just having i was sitting there contemplating like is it instant is it like the minute you die you wake up somewhere else or is it you you know like you said you go somewhere you hang out you decide where you go or it's decided for you where you go well now you can volunteer to go to different places yeah but it's it's ultimately it's up to you it's your choice so you choose where you want to go but do you think some people yeah but you're talking but now are you talking like your soul to do soul's work or are you talking about you as a person because i guarantee you some people would not choose to have some of the lives that have been living you don't think no you well, you don't know how it's going to end. You don't know what the end result is going to be of that life. Yeah. But you are choosing to become a human again, or you're uh, choosing to, you know, become uh, some, whatever, a Dathrakian again, or you're yeah, choosing you're, to become a rock, you know, <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is that you're, you're choosing to become. Yeah. You're making that choice. You're choosing you your are, own adventure. Yeah. 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 You are making that choice. Or you can choose to not. You can choose to not do any of that, and go be with the creator, and just just Inter- be and just be in the light. Yeah, you can make that choice as well. What about? All right. What if? 
So what would you choose to be your next life? Oh, man, I have no idea. Man, knowing, knowing what I know now about the universe and everything else, I think, uh, <laughs> I think it would be a really tough choice. But I think I'd have to be, I, I think I'd have to leave Earth. Yeah. I think I'd have to go somewhere else. I mean, why not? That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> go go see what the rest of everything is about. Yeah. You can go be at, a, uh, you know, like a dog version of whatever it is on some other planet that doesn't breathe oxygen. They breathe nitrous or some crazy shit. Um. I also was going to bring up. Do you think? Yeah, man. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. Like you, you could have been that in a previous life already, and you just don't know. Like consciously, on the on the on the outer conscious of what you are right now as a human, you do not have that concept of what that was from your previous life as a soul in your subconscious that is directing you to where you are now. You just can't even comprehend what that is even. So you could, when you die, when you leave this human vessel, you could then all of a sudden, you know, be slammed with the whole knowledge of the universe again and the knowledge of your past as a soul again and be like, you know what, this was, you know, I went through 37 lives as a, as a, you know, a whatever, and I've only gone through three lives as a human. And you know what? I want to try it again. Let's do it another human. So like as humans, as our current consciousness and what we can comprehend right now with our current life form, dude, you have no idea what it'll be, what you, your actual decision would be. No, no clue. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I've got nothing. I've got absolutely nothing to, for them. Like, yeah, I mean, you're right. I guess. Uh, I will. I, uh, I will ask this: Do you think that the use of DMT brings you to a celestial plane that is of that spiritual energy world of what you're talking about? Very, people- very good possibility of that. I, I've been thinking about that because. Yeah. Uh, I think I think there's a there's a very good chance that it could take you it's either that it's either that or it takes you to an alternate dimension. Yeah. Cuz a lot of people seem to at least from the other podcasts I've listened to and other people talking about it, it always seems like they tend to have similar experiences and they see similar figures and people like these figures try to reach out and talk to them and it's like a it's it's like a whole different like universe structure is the best way I can describe it. Uh, I've never done it personally, but it's just like from what the way people have described it, at least. Alex, do you know where we can get some DMT? I have no idea. I know it's actually so. Here's the funny thing about DMT: it is a natural occurring chemical compound. It's actually in your brain, right, meow? And when you go to sleep at night, uh. It actually is released, and that's what they think causes you to have dreams. Um, and it could be the trigger that helps if, by you know, your theorem of uh, your soul going to do the world the good work it has to do, that might be the thing that triggers your body to shut down and your soul to leave. Uh, but 
Yeah, it's natural occurring in all living things. Well, we need to figure out. We need to figure out how to get our hands on some DMT, smoke that shit, and then have an experience. And then we'll have a whole podcast on what our experience is with DMT. That would be insane. Uh, I've heard it only lasts about 15 minutes, but it feels like it lasts 40 years. Uh, (laughs) 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 To some people. Some people say it lasts like they have no concept of time kind of thing. And then everyone else on the outside, like, hey, you've been just sitting there for 15 minutes. Uh, Yeah, man. If we both do it, we'll just be cuddled on a couch together uh, (laughs) for 15 minutes. And then we'll come back to reality and then instantly jump on the microphones and talk about what happened. Uh, Yeah. If our brains could even function after that. But, yeah. Uh, (laughs) By the way, hey. Uh, you were saying this earlier about going down different levels of the psyche. I could not help but think about the movie Inception the entire time you were talking about that. Of them g- going down the levels of dreams into the psyche. Like, and I was like sitting there thinking of that like, yes. I, I just tried to get my wife to watch Inception and we started it and I could already tell she was going to hate it. Uh, she does not like mind fuck movies is the best way i can describe it anything that's gonna fuck like anything that's gonna leave the ending open-ended where you have to like is he in a dream is he not in a dream spoiler alert uh you know like kind of that kind of shit she's gonna fucking hate it Right. She wants to tie it up in a nice bow at the end of it. And I love shit like that because it gets my brain going and it makes me start thinking of some wild shit and like, well, what if if the reality, like, like, well, what if we're all in the fucking matrix and it's a dream and da, da, da. That's right. What's Uh, in the box, man? (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) What's in the box? She watched that and she was fine with that one. No, I meant the guy who uh, who killed Hitler and Bigfoot. What's in his box? We never found out. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> the fucking blue and red pill back out of the fucking matrix. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's fucking Hitler's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... Dude, uh, he leather-faced Hitler, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's just sitting underneath his fucking bed, and his brother's like, yeah, we buried it. That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you keep that? Because <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. Uh, if, if, you guys, if you guys out there listening to this shit have any kind of... Uh, intuition or uh miss chloe's or anybody out there who thinks that they know more than i know because i currently know everything um (laughs) about any of this shit uh send us an email at soberless thoughts at gmail.com that's right or where can they find us on social media alex you can find us on all the social medias except tiktok uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Subless Thoughts. You can find us at Instagram at Subless Thoughts. You can go to that Twitter page at Think Soberless. Uh, please like, share, and comment on all things Soberless Thoughts. We'd appreciate everything you all say. Uh, don't forget to go to 
any place you find our podcast and rate and comment as well. We definitely need some more ratings out there. So please go do that for us. That's right, Alex. You are exactly 100% correct. That is right. That's right. As always, as always, you're always so, you're always uh, the most right person I've ever met that's a lefty. Yeah, I'm not a lefty. (laughs) (laughs) Over there in the shadow, hanging out in the corner of my mind. Stringing up the gallows Waiting on me to cross that line That man's dangerous as hell A threat to himself If he got out, there'd be hell paid And that's why My dark side Don't ever see the light of day I slowed down on the whiskey Cause there always came a point When I'd have one too many Tear down every wall in that I got a wife and got a son Who don't know half the stuff I've done And I pray that's the way it stays And that's why My dark side Don't ever see by the day You can blame it on my rebel rays And blame it on the side You can blame it on the words I try to keep here in my mouth It takes a lot to start me up But once that hammer drops You don't want to be the one that tries to make me stop All you thugs and ugly mugs Dealing drugs and making noise You can kill each other all you want But if you touch my little boy You begging for this bullet Will be the last thing that you say Before I let my dark side Come out to play. This town, she is a temptress. Sirens, gold eyes, 
Devil, devil. 